0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Thirty on Broadway. Chris here, Nick on the other side of the uh, glass, rocking a little Southern uh, style going tonight. Oh yeah, he's rocking the the uh, Eric Church and uh, country. I'm rocking Doctor. McG- this this podcast episode is sponsored. Put that oh, in
1: Jesus.
0: quotation marks. Yeah, loosely sponsored by Doctor yeah. McGillicuddy. I don't know if you try. Dude, I'm <laughs> and, serious. And
1: when Chris, Chris says loosely sponsored, he just means that he's drinking a tumbler of Dr. McGillicuddy right now.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's good stuff. It's good. Dr. McGillicuddy apple pie, perfect thing for right now. Perfect thing for right now. But you know what's great about right now? Mm, ugh. There ain't no party like a West Coast party cuz of
1: Oh god. Oh. Cuz of Come on. Cause you know, West Coast party don't stop. And the Rangers right now are on a West Co- Coast party. By the way, RIP Coolio. We we you know yeah. big fans big fans of Coolio on this podcast.
0: Terrible. Terrible. Uh, terrible. Yeah. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> so yeah, the party out west is going for the Rangers right now. Uh to the episode,
1: to the tune of 10 to 2.
0: Yeah, they've been. They, they have
1: outscored all three teams so far on this West Coast trip, ten to two, including a shutout of the McDavidless Oilers,
0: who look like they—they they look.
1: I feel I feel really bad for Leon.
0: I'm going to get my hot take out of the way right now.
1: Oh well, that was later. Did you I, not I read know. the show notes? Damn I read it.
0: show notes, but I'm just going to get it out of the way because we just talked about it. So why bring it up again?
1: Look, 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 right here. look,
0: look at the shot. I know it's where, one, where, where two, is it? yeah. three, four, five, six ah, ah, it points ah. down. All right, fine. I'll save it. Fine for you. I'll save it. All right. Thank Friday you. night feeling right. The Rangers are definitely feeling right. The West Coast trip has been very, very nice for a variety of reasons. And for a variety of people and players as well. So because players are people. But last episode, we were kind of talking about how the Rangers looked like good. The systems look good. I, I think we were more impressed with how bad and how wrong we were about Gerard Gallant. Because seeing Laviolette behind the bench and the, the way the are you, Rangers you're, you're have jumping, been you're jumping ahead,
1: You're jumping ahead to another bullet point, damn where it. Where
0: do you have that? You're,
1: you, are, you did not read the show notes. I did that, read the
0: show notes. You did not oh, I'm read sorry. the show notes. All right,
1: so anyways, so this is what we're going to talk about on the show I, today. God damn it, I structured this, damn it. <laughs> yeah, Nick Nick is like, I'd love you a lot tonight. <laughs> like, like, seriously. You're, you're Why are you out, being drunk a lot? Yeah, for real. Like, you're just going out here all loosey-goosey. All right, like, so. Stick to, yeah, you know, stick to the structure. My Believe Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. You are fine. Right, anyways, no only... No, that How would be have... pathetic. Oh, Jesus. Uh, as, he takes, as he takes another uh Alright, so. Oh, the West
0: Coast Road Trip has been good to our last episode, like we were talking Wait, about, we were has kind been, of...
1: Has been good to... but Hell did you just say? Oh, I, no. I'm not letting you off the hook on my, that. One. My mind was
0: going to the first point, and I was like, "I'm just wow. going to go with it." Wow. Anyways, oh,
1: this is going to be a bad episode. I can already feel <laughs> no, it. This
0: is actually fun. <laughs> Anyways, oh. the last episode we talked about—I <laughs> can't even get my thoughts out with you.
1: Oh, my the
0: God. last episode we talked about the the way that the Rangers. You know, they kind of – they looked good. They didn't look bad. They haven't looked bad.
1: I I think we kind of – Outside of Nashville. Outside
0: of Nashville. I I said, you know, the Columbus game didn't really put it on them because I thought they got absolutely robbed in the third period in where they probably would have come back and won that game. Maybe. I don't know. But the way they played, they didn't give up. They didn't fall apart. Uh, They've had a little bit of hiccups here and there, but – Overall, I think you had to be happy with where the Rangers were right now compared to, like, the preseason and whatnot, where all the alarm bells were going off. Everybody's panicking. I think the Ranger fan base largely was on, you know, walking on eggshells and kind of rightfully so. But we had talked about, you know, certain players, Lafreniere being one of them, as he's been, you know, the target of everybody's conversations and you know, how bad of a preseason he had, he goes in opening night, scores a beautiful goal opening night of the season kind of whispers off is doing good things on the ice, but he wasn't producing points. And again, it's like, what four games in was that last episode, I think the four game mark. So it's like, really like, we're not throwing out the alarm bells. And I think I, I preface that by saying, You know, let me see where they are, like, 20 games, 25 games into the season, I believe was the number I said. And, you know, then we could start saying, oh, boy, what's going on? Well, Lafreniere goes through, you know, since then, Lafreniere has been on fire. He's scored, what, three goals, I think? Three goals Um, for four on the season. Yeah. Blake Wheeler, a guy that we were like, man, he looks like he's. No, not we, not we, not we, not me. Do not put me on that bus. Uh, you. Fine, whatever. Blake you. Wheeler, who looked like he had lost a step, it, it looked like he was just kind of there. Not necessarily hurting anybody, but not necessarily where it looked like anything was happening. I don't know if going out west or facing all these Western Conference teams has gotten him more comfortable, but especially last night against Edmonton, Blake Wheeler was everywhere. Every time the Cooley, Trocek, and Wheeler line was on the ice, they were doing something. And we'll talk about the Will Cooley kicking, non-kicking BS call, which I thought was absolutely asinine, but whatever. Blake Wheeler looks like maybe it's just a little bit of settling in. Again, we're, you know, seven games into the season now, eight games. Looks good. Jonathan Quick who uh, look i i, I had said this i think two episodes ago or or so on whatever i had said if we get the jonathan quick of two years ago where he had like his renaissance with i think what was it jack campbell
1: who
0: was was the backup
1: was it campbell or or copley no. who was uh, it might yeah, have it been, was it was campbell it might have been jack yeah, i cool. i don't, yeah they were no uh, were were two tandem. years ago. No, two years ago it was not Campbell. because well, he was in Toronto.
0: It was him and the tandem. Do the the tandem and uh, and you know shame on me for not pulling the name out of my my off my head right right now. But
1: go ahead, take it, take yeah, a shot of uh, Doctor McGill. He had here.
0: kind of he had kind of had like a, a career renaissance year for him, and then last year was one to forget. He comes to the Rangers. He has a a preseason to completely forget. To the point where we're sitting there going, oh, my God, the Rangers don't have a backup behind Igor Shesterkin. Well, Jonathan Quick has been
1: stupid good. Take your shot, damn it. Stupid good. Take your shot. Yep, there you go. Atta boy. It's been terrific. Jonathan Quick's same percentage going into the
0: uh, goals against average was like .60 going into last night, pre-shutout. Shuts out the Edmonton Oilers in a game where he made some Pretty big saves for the Rangers, by the way. He made some pretty big saves in this game. Especially in the third period where Edmonton tried desperately to get themselves back in and going and then started kind of, you know, playing into the cheap areas of the ice and doing doing some, you know, shenanigans and whatnot. Which which is typical. I mean, you, you kind of have to expect that from a team that's absolutely desperate. The Edmonton Oilers, make no mistake about it. They are absolutely desperate right now. But Jonathan Quick looks terrific. Absolutely terrific right now.
1: Yes, he does.
0: You know, Lafreniere looks terrific right now. Philip Hedl, he he just has to get a goal. He's doing everything but score right now, and he's getting robbed in the in the in doing. I mean, so. the,
1: the the Calgary game, the Eric Gustafson oh, goal, ridiculous. Like they should have just given it to Hedl out of pity, honestly, because he <laughs> it's, he he literally did everything but
0: score. And, and that's been kind of what you're seeing is he has he has slid right into the second line. Panarin, keep the Messier going, yeah, because
1: it's working. Yep, I, I mean, Ball Panarin is now officially my favorite Panarin. As we're as we're just running down the bullet points now. Now, like you're yeah, just you're running just down the speedy through. That, we're gonna finish just, this episode yeah, in like just, five minutes. That, now you're just running <laughs> through all the bullet points. Like this is ridiculous. You go. No, from, but I mean, if we go back, together. so if we go back to the
0: top one, Lafreniere. I mean, what did we say last episode?
1: Yeah, like it's kind of funny how I, I you were kind of shitting on him, and I was like, um, he's doing everything but scoring right now. And he just had to keep going. And then what happened immediately after we got done recording the Seattle game? Like, literally, we're recording, oh, like, and then like, you know. we finish, and boom. Yeah, so, everybody, you're welcome for the Lafreniere <laughs> just, you know, going off. <laughs> uh, I had the reverse jinx on him. I We had it on Quick. We had it on Wheeler. All right, so who's next? Who, who am I dropping bombs on next? Okay, here's who. Mika Zibanejad. DJ okay. Hot Fire, I need you to get one here, sir. And I'm calling it right now. DJ Sweet Tracks is going to score at least two uh, on Saturday night against Thatcher Demko. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: Uh-huh. Thatcher uh-huh. hasn't been playing bad.
1: Uh-huh. I'm calling it now. We're, okay. we're going on record. We are dropping a bomb on DJ Sweet Tracks.
0: I'm thinking it's it's Philip and Mika are so due. They're so due.
1: But I'm not dropping bombs on Philip because no, he's been doing he's been doing just about everything. Yeah, he's been playing so well. Mika
0: has was it did, did he get the did he set up Fox last night on the
1: power play? It was Fox from Mika and Panarin, but it was the play wasn't that the one where like he went to go? Oh,
0: god, I'm I'm freaking drawing a blank here. Was it the play where he went to go tee up a one timer and then he dished it off to Fox and Fox walked it in and scored? Or am I just no, completely no, hallucinating? No, that?
1: you're completely hallucinating. What God, happened was, cool. what happened was, the play was Fox took a shot, puck went behind the net, Fox Fox went in behind the net, made the play, swung it around, then oh, that's right, it, and then Miko Mika went out to a the pass. point. Miko yeah, Mika went didn't out. Get no, a no, point no, on that. Yes, play. he yes he did. No, he didn't. No, he, didn't. he did. Go check in Panarin. Oh, that's right. What, so, yeah. oh, that's right. That's right. Because it went so to, then it had, to be, no, 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 it had what, to be the
0: Calgary game.
1: No, no, no. no. So, what oh, happened was, I'm losing my mind. No, no, what happened was, oh, in the in, no, shut up. What happened was in the <laughs> Edmonton play, Fox then leaked out and went to the half wall to Mika's spot. Mika went to the point. He Puck went up. to Mika. Mika sent it to Panera and Panera went to Trocek and then Trocek. Sent it to Fox in a Jet spot, and that's that was the
0: yeah. One. Mika has not had a point yet on the West Coast road trip. He has not had a point since the Predator game. Actually, yeah, it was wow. I'm going back. It was the Predator power play. Go- it was the power play goal by Fox on the pre- in the Predator Fair game. No,
1: it was it was the power play goal by Ryan McDonough, assisted by Adam Fox. Yes, yes, <laughs>
0: because Ryan McDonough was like, "I am still a Ranger. Once yeah. a Ranger, always a Ranger." Yep. Yeah, it was where Mika went to go. He he was at the high the high point and he dished it down to Fox Fox banked it off of McDonough into the back of the net so all right anyways but yeah Mika has gone cold no points in three um uh, he hasn't scored yet in in seven so he's due he's very That's much right. due Filipino's so, got six assists and and he's just about done everything that you could possibly imagine but he's due
1: for a goal as well and he did score except the Rangers were offside against Columbus People forget he did score. He did. He did. That that he was did. a gorgeous goal that got taken off he the did. board.
0: Now speaking of <laughs> goals getting taken off the board, and I know this isn't on the notes, but I, I the NHL does not. It, it's kind of like a what's a catch?
1: Yeah, I'm not wasting my time with this because well, they'll never get it right.
0: They're never going to get it right. I, yeah, 100. Uh, they're that, never going like, to get it right. I knew they were going to call it no goal when it was taking them so long to review it. Where they're sitting there like. Twiddling their thumbs up there, you know what's going. What do we do here? What do we do, George? I don't know. And Joe's sitting there, going, "Yep, yep." They're there. Joe and Sam are trying to discuss it, and I'm like, "They're going to call this no go. They're going to call this a no go." Yep. And
1: he th- he never kicked it. It was so never. You are t- allowed to turn your foot and he guide the puck. Turned his park. foot, so you, you might as well to-
0: say the puck can't go off your skate. Period, because. Yep. It's a it's like a it's like a 60 40 70 30 crap shoot that they're going to say no go. Yep. It was just absolutely stupid. And it robbed Will Cooley who's been busting his ass off and playing really well. And in that Rob game Bla- especially. And, and Rob
1: Blake Wheeler.
0: And it robbed Blake Wheeler of his first point as a Ranger. And it, and, it's, and it and it kind of sucked because both of them That line again, that line has been
1: and Vinny Trocek, by the way, was one of the best Rangers on the ice last night. I know line, that, and I know that kills you because you hate Vincent Trocek. I, I love how you reason. think. I do not you, hate Vincent. You hate Trocek. Vincent Trocek. I don't everyone Nick, send send tweets at Chris that he hates Vincent Trocek. Nick, just let him know that he hates Vincent Trochek. Nick, for to no this reason. Day, for no reason, by the way.
0: I have been friends with Nick for over a decade. Yes, many of my gray hairs. Have Bull- been from yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. many of
1: your gray hairs come from Securitas, motherfucker. Don't lie. Well, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why well, you gotta bring that up?
1: Because I will not I let, let you that's
0: his 2019.
1: I will Why not do you have to you... put
0: that back on me, Ricky Bubby? Because I will not let you lie. I gotta take another sip.
1: Yep. Go ahead, take another shot before you spew. It's not a bo- shot. You're making me sound like an alcoholic. Jesus. It's a sip. listen. Listen, you if know like that w- you know
0: that 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 TikTok where it's like the what's his name doing the vodka? Oh. And he's like, we're gonna take a little sippy poos. Oh and Jesus! Oh, shut and up. Then We're gonna
1: take a Okay, spirit. shut up. Let- <laughs> go ahead. What were you gonna say? You've been friends with me for a decade, over a decade. Nick and- should
0: know by now that oh, I, 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 I like I, to say the most yeah. outlandish and dumbest shit to him because it gets under his skin, and he just he doesn't let it go. And this is one of those things where I have I made one mention about Vinny Trocek just because I knew it was going to get under his skin and it has literally burned him alive to the point where like every time Vinny's on the ice. And if I am watching the game and Nick is listening or watching in and he'll just, he makes a comment, like something has to come up. And it's like, dude, it's not that serious. But that line has been a black hole for the opposition's offense. They give up nothing. They give up nothing. They take away just about everything and they're starting to generate you know last night a perfect example against the Oilers they generated a lot and unfortunately they got robbed on it um but they're buzzing i think it's it's only only time will tell but i think it's it's basically any any game now that that line's going to break out and start producing and they're going to they're all going to fit but
1: tell chris, everyone i want everyone to tweet chris and tell him to stop hating on Vinny.
0: I, I just I just gotta say this as we move down the list.
1: That's right. You look at the list, damn it.
0: As big, big supporters. And and I don't know if you feel the same way, but this is how I feel. Big supporters and big um I I don't know, cheerleaders or whatever for Gerard Gallant. My God. The yeah. absolute coaching class.
1: Yeah, he's been Peter, taking to school. He's been he's been taking to school,
0: and and we saw it. Look, Gerard Gallant got thoroughly outcoached by Lindy Ruff, which is pretty bad. I almost said rough, but it's that's bad. Peter Laviolette would mop the floor.
1: It almost makes, it almost makes you wonder how did the Rangers beat Carolina. Like, well, yeah, that, but you know what? That really—that really is an indictment on Rod Brindlemore The to me, I,
0: I don't know if it's necessarily that. I think it's more Carolina, and they're doing it already this year. And I was going to mess—I I meant to talk to you about this the other night, but Carolina is already kind of in that—they—they they don't get out of their own way. They take dumb penalties. They're not well disciplined, and I think at some point that's just something that you can't—you can't out—you can't, out, can't coach someone out of. You just can't. That's just their identity.
1: But that also goes back to coaching.
0: But but I think me, that's part. Me, it is part of Brindamore because me. that's Brindamore played on the edge, and that was his style, and that's how he is. But, but they, they they don't know they, how to dial it back.
1: But this whole thing with the Rangers, though, it's virtually the same roster, minus you know tweaks here and there. But it's also that. Laviolette has been unafraid to make the changes necessary. And he broke and up the kid line. He broke the up the Gallant kid line to do. that Gallant would never do. And he also, he's he put Lafreniere with Panarin, and he put Hito with Panarin, and pretty much, because I have to believe that Laviolette pretty much told Panarin, look, this is the way it's going to go. I'm the head coach. This is what I think is best for the team. You're either going to get on the same page with me or you're not. Yeah, but maybe maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's I, just
0: as simple as I, – I, I don't know. I just – all the stuff that I hear now with Gallant and everything that's come out post his tenure as a coach makes it sound like he just wasn't really there, I guess. I, I don't know. No, he let the room police itself. And you don't really get – you don't have a finger on the pulse. I think Peter Laviolette has a finger on the pulse from the drop of the puck. I mean, Interesting game. From from all aspects, whether it's on ice, off the ice, the drop of the puck to the final, the final horn at the end of the game. I, I mean, you and just it, see it. You see the changes in the game, the in game, you know, moves and you know certain things that he does. I think it, I think it was was it was the last night or against Calgary where he put Vinny Trocheck. You know, he puts him out. Um, at some point, he kind of switched the lines up a little bit just to get more of a defensive aspect in it. And then it switches it back. It goes right back to what the original combinations were. You know, doesn't throw stuff into a blender and then just spits it out there. But he also, the, the defensive structure of this team.
1: Yeah.
0: And and I think it's a big credit to not just LaViolette. I think that's a big credit fell, to
1: Phil Fell Housley. Yep.
0: As well as, you know, the, the, the coaching staff in general. I think top to bottom, we talked about this going into the season, I think top to bottom – this coaching staff is probably right now the best coaching staff in the NHL. I, I'll
1: say, and I'll say this: you know, this was something I, I didn't think about uh, when the Rangers announced the hire, but it's definitely something I'm thinking about now. I've seen a growth to Keandre Miller's game defensively, and I think Phil Housley is going to be huge for Keandre Miller because if. He's very similar to Matias Ekholm with more offensive upside, and Ekholm was developed underneath Phil Housley and Peter Aviolette in Nashville. Well,
0: we talked, we talked about that like, the Nashville group with Housley.
1: So, er- I, like, I, I really think that um, you're going to see a big jump in Keandre's game. Not offensively, I, I don't need a big jump from him offensively. I need him to be better defensively, and he has been so far. And yeah, the one of the really biggest good. one of the biggest things for me too, personally, is just how good Jacob Trubas looked. And I don't know. See, and and part of me wants to say is that because Miller has also looked better defensively? Because Miller like he's not having to cover up for Keandre much anymore.
0: They they have like, just I don't I don't know. I mean like, it's, it's just, just defensively, this team looks incredibly well structured. The forecheck, the offensive play looks incredibly well-structured. Yeah, Going into the third period with a lead, what what are they giving up, one goal in the third period so far this season?
1: Something like that. or Something like some ridiculous
0: number. Um, Well,
1: they've given up the fewest shots against in the league.
0: They've given up the fewest shots against. Yeah, that was another stat that came out last night. Look, they smothered. And, and like, I get Edmonton is in a state of shambles right now. They didn't allow – Leon Dreisaitl is – you know, second best behind Connor McDavid, third best player in the NHL. They didn't let him do anything. He couldn't do anything, and we've seen Leon Draisaitl carry the Edmonton Oilers in prior years when McDavid's been out.
1: Yeah, it's he, not, won hard, it, he won the heart. He won the heart trophy one. I, I mean,
0: Leon. You know, yeah, they're missing Connor McDavid and it hurts and it shows. But there's way bigger problems in Edmonton. But they pretty yeah, much like,
1: like paying Darnell Nurse like he's a <laughs> top five defenseman.
0: They, they pretty much that, that,
1: that was a good one.
0: I mean, I Ryan know. Nugent Hopkins, did you hear his name much at all? Hey, life?
1: leave Nugent alone. I uh, will but, not, but I'm saying, like, I will not tolerate Nugent slander. You know this. Did dude, you hear him? I but No, but leave. Like, Nudes we alone. basically zeroed out
0: their lineup from almost top to bottom.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and, I mean, and like, we didn't
0: stop. We didn't let off up off the gas, and that's a big thing. We protect leads without falling no. into the AV turtle, which is which is huge. No,
1: it's this just, this Ranger team is actually well coached. I'm very
0: I'm very confused right now because I haven't seen this type of coaching in a long time.
1: They're they're well coached, they're well prepared. They're
0: blocking shots. The, the coverage in the defensive zone is, is, is great. There's no more of this scramble and get the puck out of the zone. The, the passing, and this was one of the other things too, was they're passing from defensive zone exits all the way out through the neutral zone. Yeah. It's so nice, crisp that and point to point.
1: It's so nice that they're just not throwing the puck off the glass and seeing where it'll go.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just, you know, and, and again, I mean, it's, you know, we're almost 10 games into the season. I said this trip was a big one because it's early in the year. You get out of Dodge and you're 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 in you know territory that you usually don't you usually don't do a road trip swing like this this early in the season. I don't remember.
1: I like trips like this early in the season. And I think it's better, especially yeah. under a new head coach, because it gives it gives players time to know the coach. It gives players, especially when you have a couple of new players, like I think. That's part of the thing that's helped Blake Wheeler. You get away from the home crowd. You get to know your teammates even more. Less you, distraction,
0: far yeah. less distractions.
1: Yeah, and I, I think this is this was this was a good thing for the Rangers.
0: You know, we said if they and I said you know if they go three one and one on the trip, that's great. I mean, they could go five and zero on this trip. It's not unrealistic the way they're playing and it sets them up for a pretty good return to come home and, and you know, keep keep the momentum going. I mean, you, you can't be sitting here not feeling good right now to be a Rangers fan, albeit it's early in the season. And I know we've been here before. We've seen good starts from this team before, and then it kind of fizzes out, and then they kind of fall away. Well, last I, year they had a good start.
1: No, they didn't. Well, not really. In the, because, in the early part of the season, because. Because that game against Detroit that they should have won, that Gallant threw everything in the blender. Ever since that <laughs> game against Detroit early in November, the Ranger season was over after that. Because they never again, yeah. But up to that point, winning. up
0: to that point, they were doing pretty good. And then you go back, you know, a couple of years ago, where everybody was, and us included, saying, you know, the Rangers were winning unsustainably because of the way Igor was playing in his Vezina year. Um, it's kind of good to see it right now because Igor hasn't played all that great. Yeah. And they look pretty damn good. Yeah, so it's it's exciting times. You know they've got Vancouver Saturday night. uh, Blake Wheeler's homecoming to Winnipeg, which I'll sure I'm sure will be emotional for him, spending a long time in that organization, going back to the Atlanta Thrasher days. Um,
1: I wanted to see him punch Evander Kane in the face last night. (laughs) I so badly wanted to see him punch Evander Kane in the face.
0: Oh man! And then they come home. You know, they, they come home and they've got...
1: They play an upstart Red Wing team. That's play, not yeah. going to be an easy game.
0: Yeah, they've got Carolina, which is not going to be an easy game. You know that's going to be a battle, even though Carolina has been leaking. I think they've given up the most shots and the most goals in the NHL.
1: Yeah, but well... I, but Freddie, I believe they've also scored the most. Freddie Anderson, baby. Freddie Anderson hockey, experience it.
0: But then, I think... They go, yeah, then they have a quick run to Minnesota to take on Matt Zuccarello at home. And then they that have Baby the, Zook. And then they have, yeah, and then they have the Red Wings uh TNT matchup, Tuesday night TNT. And then the Wild again, which is kind of odd to have them so quick back to back Western Conference. And then they get a rematch against Columbus, who they should spank and you know and then that sets up the rest of the month which is the devils dallas pittsburgh philadelphia boston buffalo and detroit again so it's a it's a it's it's going to be a battle for november but they've set themselves up in a pretty damn good shape to come out of these first two months of the season sitting feeling pretty decent about themselves
1: so what you're saying is it'll be a november to remember
0: it could be a november
1: to uh-huh. remember <laughs>
0: So all right, all right, let's let's transition into our back end. All right, and I, I I just want to bring up for on the two for roughing. I only have like two things. One of them is, did you? How much fun? Because it was a lot of fun for me. Was the Tuesday night Frozen Frenzy?
1: Um, I was at work, so I didn't get to experience it. Oh, you didn't
0: it. get to experience
1: it. I was, I was closing at work, so I really didn't get to experience it, so... unfortunately. But I, I love that they finally went staggered start times. I thought that yeah. was great. Every game. Like, it was, you know, it's only something that fans have been yelling about for years with this stupid-ass league to get their head out of their ass because you have stars in multiple markets, you know, that people want to see. Go figure like what the hell let's you know like push our stars go figure schmucks. i settled
0: in i settled in to i was watching a couple of the games from the start um i think it was was it ottawa was it ottawa or buffalo that was the early the, the first no. game i was watching which was which was a uh, gong uh, show of a game
1: um well uh the first game was 6 o'clock, Washington and Toronto. Oh,
0: yeah, Washington and Toronto was the early game, which was kind of like, eh, all right, whatever. Um, But Buffalo-Ottawa was actually the first game that I sat down and I was actually watching. And then I kind of started bouncing around. You know, I was watching the Tampa game, uh, the Devils game. I was kind of flipping through the channels. And then I settled into the Frozen Frenzy on ESPN with Boucher Kevin Weeks, where they had, you know, it was their version or or kind of attempt at the NFL red zone. And I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was great. You saw like power play highlights. You saw, you know, the goals. They they were kind of rotating constantly through. Now it's harder. It's, it's obviously way harder to do this in the NHL than it is in NFL, obviously, because NFL red zone, very simple. <laughs> it's a very simple concept in that regard. But I thought for what they did, I thought it sets up future success. I thought it was a great a great way to draw buzz. I know it was a Tuesday night, but when else are you going to do this as a tester for the NHL? And, and I thought it was perfect. I would like to see it on probably a Friday night, because I don't think you'll ever get it on a Saturday or Sunday anytime soon. You know, probably March... April early April maybe in the future but you're not getting it during a football season whether it's college or NFL so I thought for what they did I thought it was I thought it was great I thought it was great for exposure you got to see just about every you you saw every freaking team in the league you got to see just about every player that you would want to see albeit not Connor McDavid because he's obviously out hurt so that didn't necessarily help but you got to see some great hockey and then you capped it off with the, uh, with the Stanley cup champion on the last game of the night. And I thought from top to bottom, I, I thought it was really well done. And I, and I hope that the NHL goes back to this a couple of times a year and not just a, a one-time thing. And we'll see if maybe they look at the schedule down the road and say, Hey, you know what, this season, we need to do this again. Because I thought it was, it was awesome. And I thought it was a big, it was a big uh, potential boost for the NHL, especially on ESPN. Now, my other, my scorching hot take.
1: That's right. If you, you will. Go. There you go.
0: Let me take it out of a shippy purr.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: I, and I don't know, I don't really think this is much of a hot take, but this was something I was going to say before the season. And we're going to do this really quick because we did not do our predictions. We always do predictions and we always do like the over-unders and we didn't do it this year because of whatever, but. Edmonton Oilers will not make the playoffs. And I will go a little bit step further where maybe it's the hot take and maybe it's stupid, but I'm going to say... And I was going to say one of, but Nick was like, no, no, no.
1: You got to settle on one of them. Yes, you have to be definitive. That's what makes it a hot take.
0: Connor McDavid's going to want out of Edmonton.
1: There we go. Bingo.
0: And I think that's just going to cause the domino effect and that's going to cause the dry Sidles to want to go. That's... The, the end is... Edmonton is... Look, Fire. it's just yeah. ridiculous. But with that, we only got a few minutes left. I want you. We're going to make our predictions really quick. Oh, okay. Jesus. Eastern Conference Atlantic Division. Who are your three teams?
1: Toronto, Tampa, Florida, Ottawa, Boston are wild cards.
0: So both wild cards are coming out of the Atlantic.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Mine are going to be Boston, uh, Florida, and Detroit. That's where I'm going. All right. Metro. Metro.
1: Rangers, Devils, Canes. All
0: right. I was gonna say Canes, Rangers, and Devils. So we're pretty much in agreement there. My wildcard teams. I'm gonna go bold again. I'm gonna say it's wait, I gotta write your name. Dude, we
1: only have like two minutes like come on, yeah. speed up here.
0: I'm going Ottawa and and Tampa. Not really bold, but whatever. I, I was
1: just all saying right. that's not bold at all.
0: <laughs> Western Conference Central Division.
1: Uh, Colorado, Winnipeg, Dallas.
0: Ooh, Colorado, Winnipeg, and Dallas. All right. I am going Colorado, um, Minnesota, and Dallas. All right. Pacific.
1: Vancouver, Vegas, L.A. Vegas, L.A. All
0: right, I'm going Vegas, uh, L.A.,
1: and... And here's my two wild cards, Phoenix Phoenix, the, yeah. the Coyotes. No, you can't do that. Yes, I can. The Coyotes. It, that's my wild the coyotes card. Coyotes and, and the Wild are both making the playoffs as wild cards. There wow. you go. Wow. Those are my picks.
0: Wow. That, picks
1: that's literally in. my
0: – oh, that sucks.
1: I'm believing in the Veggie Man and, and –
0: Wow. That's literally my two uh, – I just wrote it and, down. That's my and two lo- And Logan
1: Cooley and wow. – Clayton Keller, I've hey, they've I feel, been interesting. They've been they've fun been, to watch. They've been interesting, and the and the Veggie Man's a hell of a goalie. I like the they've Veggie been, Man.
0: They've been is, is he is he on your fantasy roster? No, is he's that not. No, I, okay. no, because
1: right. I I unlike everybody else, I don't need him because my fantasy roster is great to begin with. So. All right, so
0: final minute. I still have tickets for Detroit Red Wings. If you want to see, oh my God. the up and coming <laughs> Red Wings. The Dylan Larkin led Red Wings. The, uh
1: actually the Alex DeBrinket led the Red Alex Wings.
0: debrinkit Brinkett uh Cider. Nick's favorite Deep Deep Insider. Man. Deep
1: Insider. Yeah. Great fantasy next. Nick's, Nick's
0: favorite Nick's favorite defenseman outside great, of uh, Adam Fox.
1: Name. Actually, outside of Victor Hedman and Adam Fox, but okay. Okay, whatever.
0: And uh whoever else on the Detroit Red Wings, section two two, two. Right, or is it 220? Uh, section 220. Section roll,
1: 220, row five. Oh, I've got seats it's 19 and 20. 140 bucks each. All right, there and you go. Great seats. You can't do better than that. Yep. And that is that. That is that. That is that. We are out. Hasta la vista, baby.